This episode is a sponsored partnership by Keen. So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice. But now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Talking all things entertainment, pop culture, and nerdum. This is the Potential Podcast. Podcast. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to 2023 it's a new year it's a new you it's a new us it's a new season of potential podcast i'm your host taylor sokol and joined by always my co-host and friend till the end chris doer man chris we are back with a vengeance well not a vengeance because there's no one we're resting revenge on but you know what i mean we're we're excited uh season four this is season four of the podcast here and uh a lot of new things happening for us this year, a lot of new things with the podcast. So we want to start off this episode just to kind of welcome everyone back and kind of give you an update on what to expect this year. Yeah, we're going to do things for the most part similar, but we're going to have a, a little difference in terms of our format. Uh, in previous years, we've been kind of starting around March with, uh, you know, X amount of episodes. Uh, this past year, we did every other week. Well, this year's going to be a busy year for both of us oh, because yes. this year we're both getting married. So uh, we have big things going on in our life, you know, jobs, relationships, all kinds of things. And it's just a little harder for us to kind of sit down and be like, oh, let's do 10 episodes, 20 episodes, 30 episodes. So we're still going to be doing our potential picks every week, uh, whether that's one or two, it'll most likely be two. There's still a lot of content out there. Um, and as you know, we've kind of said in the past, we can't review everything. So if there's things you really want us to review, always reach out to us. If you're like, I want to hear Kristen Taylor's thoughts on this show or movie or video game, let us know. Yeah. Um, but we are going to be doing some big episodes. We were very fortunate right at the tail end of 2022 to have our Aladdin episode out with Jonathan Freeman, the voice actor of Jafar. And that's kind of more the direction we hope to go this year with big episodes. Um, so we will still have main episodes from time to time. Our kind of goal is always to do it with a guest, whether it's a big time guest or, you know, people we know in the industry or different you know walks of life. So we will still have big episodes throughout the year, 
but uh, it may not be every month. It may be two in a month and then nothing in the next month, but we'll have still episodes and content coming out all the time. But Taylor, we do want to continue to reach out more through social media and TikTok. That's correct. So, you know, with uh, with that said, we find the best way to reach you, our fans, is through our social platforms. Now, again, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, let me cut up to speed. Potential podcast, we are talking about all things pop culture, entertainment, nerd. There's no subject matter, no topic that does not encapsulate any of those three categories. So we're talking about this all, but you can reach out to us through our email, potentialpodcast at yahoo.com. Thank you all. Uh, for sending emails to us. We appreciate you all. Um, And of course, we have our Facebook page and we have Instagram, the Potential Podcast, and we are on Twitter and of course, TikTok. So we decided to expand our social reach, create a lot of fun content, usually kind of, you know, focused on our episodes. Sometimes you're going to see some uh, snippets, sneak peeks, and some uh, little content from the episodes themselves. So if you are listening to the podcast and you want a little bit of behind the scenes stuff, that is where to go. That is where to reach us directly. And like Chris said, if there's something specific you want to talk, hear us talk about, review, or maybe you yourself would love to be maybe a guest on our podcast, especially if you work in the industry or you have some sort of ties to something, we will want to hear you. We may even come up with a fun segment, like ask the audience, you come on and if you send us a question or anything, or you want us to review something, you know, we're, we're constantly doing that. Oh, and of course, we do have a YouTube page, so we're going to keep trying to update all that content for you as we come along. But like Chris said, we are busy guys. We've got a lot coming on, and we do this podcast for fun. We do this as an entertainment value. Uh, yes, we have amazing sponsorships. Uh, we we want to thank BetterHelp, Keen, and Let's Get Checked uh, for being a part of that. But of course, you know we've got to focus on what's important. So we hope that you uh, had a great 2022. We're looking forward to a great year. So. With that said, we just wanted to jump on with that announcement, and there's a lot of anticipation. I know both Chris, as he said, him and I, we're getting married. We're married and soon to be married, man. Uh, we could be, you know, Robin Hood. Um, and uh, But we're really excited because there's a lot to talk about now. Of course, we wanted to talk about our top 10 anticipated uh, events, items, all dealing with pop culture, entertainment, nerd. We're focusing on video games, TV, and movies of this year 2023 so um we're pretty pumped about this there's a lot to be anticipated about and be excited but couldn't get to it all so we had to kind of whittle it down to our favorites that we're pretty excited to talk about so chris i'll let you jump on and you take this one away all right so uh, we're gonna kind of do a back and forth here and uh yeah this was tough there's a lot of big movies a lot of shows returning new shows limited series and of course video games are constantly churning out some big ones uh for all different platforms. So we had to kind of just whittle down to what are we most excited for? So I'm going to start off with Indiana Jones in the dial of destiny. Uh, Indiana Jones, one of our favorite film franchises, and this is Harrison Ford's last time to play Indiana Jones. This looks, this looks fun. This looks exciting. Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull divided fans. I still have things I enjoy about that film. Yes, it's very different from the original trilogy, but to me, it still works in some ways. It's a little more CGI heavy, and there's definitely some logic things that don't work about that film. But at the end of the day, I still enjoy it, and I'm really looking forward to this uh, final film for him. It looks fun, looks exciting, looks like time travel is involved. I think it's going to be crazy, some great characters back, so... 
I'm looking forward to it. And hey, Mads Mickelson is the bad guy. Sign me up. Yes, yeah, so we bring back Nazis, which always work as a good baddie for Indiana Jones. <clears throat> I'm really excited. That actually was on my list too. Um, once we got the trailer, just uh, this past month, we were hooked. So if you weren't excited after that, um, something wrong with you. So my uh, first one on my list uh, was the anticipated Hogwarts Legacy. It's coming up on next-gen consoles, and I'm pretty excited about this because Chris and I have been avid fans of Harry Potter since the first book came out. There are movies, of course, video games, and, you know, spinoffs. I think one thing we can agree, there was never a good um, epic video game. There was a lot of fun. Some of the early games there were really There were some enjoyed. decent ones. In the beginning, especially the ones like when they had PC and stuff, but... There wasn't so much an open world game. And I think that was pretty excited about this, that this is an open world uh, Hogwarts game and the fact that it's kind of set in the past. It's not nothing to do with the Potter legacy or anything like that. It's going to be kind of a whole kind of original take, obviously tying into the legacy and lore of this established franchise. But I'm pretty excited about this just to be a wizard, do spells again. And um, yeah, it's been a while since we had a great Harry Potter game, but to be on next gen consoles, it's pretty excited about this. Yeah, me as well. Uh, number two on my list is continuing the video game trend here. Uh, coming up here in March, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, so we're both fans of Fallen Order. That was such a fun game. Uh, it, there's been plenty of great Star Wars games, and The Force Unleashed was kind of the first game I can remember where like you really got to use some great like force powers and lightsaber powers. This took it to the next next degree, uh, especially with the world building, the story, there's some great uh, action in this and all the powers you get to use. And it's just very creative. And I think that trailer came out for Jedi Survivor uh, to continue Cal Kestis's, uh journey here a little older. Looks crazy. I mean, especially now with truly next gen, you know, they had... Uh, the first one did have like a PS5 update if you wanted it. I never got that. But this one, wow, this one just looks fantastic and it looks intense. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting back to the, the Jedi roots with the uh, Jedi Survivor. Well, it's funny you said that because yes, Unleash was great, but you were kind of like this OP. Like it was like a little bit like you once you were like super powered. But this I felt, especially you being a fan of like Dark Souls and things like that, where it was kind of very similar, where you had to get to certain checkpoints to keep all of your experience and whatnot. Otherwise, you lose it. It was a little daunting for me, but I got more, you know, better at it. But that was on my list, too. So I was pretty excited. So I'm going to jump into my next one. Uh, this is actually really exciting because um, I actually invested because I know, Chris, you have an Oculus, I believe, or uh, one of those um, VR headsets. Now I had the PlayStation 4. I sold mine and I actually pre ordered the PSVR 2 that's going to be for the next gen PS5 so pretty excited about that with that pre-order I got a new Horizon Forbidden West spin-off game with VR so it's a it's a completely original game for that I don't know if it's extension because I know that we are having an update expansion pack for uh, Horizon Forbidden West uh, coming up uh, I believe this month or next month but I'm really excited about this one um, just to be able to go into that world in a VR setting. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, my next one on my list is Loki season two. Uh, so really the only Marvel property I have. Uh, again, I'm so excited for a lot of the movies and we have a lot of shows coming up, but Loki season two, I really enjoyed Loki. 
the first season was a lot of fun and it had some big crumbs that set up things that I think we're about to see in Quantumania and other stuff that's going to take place during this fifth phase. But uh, I'm excited to see what they do with Loki season two. I think they can dive even deeper. And that show, I think, is going to be fun and exciting. We haven't really got like a, a real trailer yet. Um, but I think once that comes out, it's going to be some fun stuff. And uh, that was my favorite shows of phase four. So I'm excited to see what they do with Loki season two. It's funny you said that. That's a good time. And my next one, which is Ant-Man Quantumania. Uh, I know for we were, that's going to be starting up uh, officially I believe phase five. Uh, is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And we just saw this trailer here about a month and a half ago. And uh, wow, it's just been, every time I go to the theater, I see this, I get chills. I'm so excited because of course, what Loki teed off uh, with Kang, and now we're having this variant of Kang and to see what Ant-Man kind of ties into our next big baddie of the MCU. Very excited about this. I love the Ant-Man films. I think they're really great. I think Paul Rudd, Anything Paul Rudd does is great. doesn't matter if he's in a bad movie. He's Paul Rudd. Um, but this is pretty exciting. And I think the stakes are a lot higher for Ant-Man and Scott Lang in this one. So it's going to be pretty exciting uh, when this comes out. Yes. Uh, my next one on my list is... I'm excited for this because I think just visually it looks absolutely insane. It looks so fun. Uh, especially if you're a fan of all the video game series this character's been in. The Super Mario Brothers movie coming up here in April. It just looks awesome. I think, you know, if you've seen the live action movie, it's really just a piece of crap. And we've talked before and even had an episode last year about how video game adaptations, some work, some don't. This looks like it's going to break the mold with maybe one of the best ever done. Uh, and the animation just looks great. All the little nods are due to previous Mario games um, and the voice cast. I'm just excited to check that out. I can't wait. Um, now, we... I think we're huge fans of Nolan. He is just a tour de force director, and I'm super excited about this film coming up, Oppenheimer, uh, starring uh, Killian Murphy. This is, we've seen a lot of films, and, and Chris and I, we've discussed about potentially having an episode about war films, but anything that's to do with World War II has always been more of the combat side of it, and we're actually in the, you know, Saving Pratt Ryan, Flags of Our Fathers. So to see Oppenheimer, see the, you know, Oppenheimer when he cre helped create the atomic bomb and to show that the struggle of this weight of like what power he helped create that would destroy, you know, entire cities and, and whatnot. And to see, you know, all the stuff that went in behind that. And the fact that, you know, Christopher Nolan has said that, you know, he helped try to create with no CGI, create these explosions to make it as realistic as possible it's insane. So just seeing like we've got a little bit of a teaser and then this new big trailer just came out um, not too long ago. Uh, I'm excited to get back to theaters again to see another Nolan film, um, you know, cover your ears at certain points and then open them up because sometimes we can't hear what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm very that was on my list as well. I, I think that trailer looks intense and I think it's going to be, you know, Dunkirk was a really uh, original and interesting film. And I think as much as we love when he kind of tackles sci fi and, and, you know, the Batman movies, something about Nolan and those kind of real life uh, historical films is really interesting with his uh, his lens and how he how he does films. So I'm very excited for that. Another one on my list here is uh, coming up here just quickly this month. Uh, we're both fans of this video game franchise and to finally see it uh, adapted for the small screen. Uh, the Last of Us series come up here on HBO, I think is going to be absolutely uh, awesome. 
there's so much to pull from that world and i think the cast they've gotten together looks amazing and to see some of these zombies uh realize the clickers the the bloaters all this kind of stuff i think it's gonna be a lot of fun uh so looking forward to that it's coming up right here in january uh, so we don't have to wait too much longer. Yeah, that's on my list too. And to think that the first episode reportedly going to be 85 minutes long. So you're going to have quite a bit of content uh, to jump right into. And I think this is great that we're having this because for the we're both huge fans of the series. I'm excited, hopefully, a part three. I actually got Last of Us Part 1 remastered for PS5. It's incredible. So if you've never played those and you had a PS5, wait, get both of them. And they're going to be updating the next-gen console as well. But yeah, this looks really great from the casting. So I'm excited about this as well. Talking about, um, you know, anticipated, this is kind of an odd one I put on here, but just because I'm excited and there's been a lot of controversy uh, just this last year about what, you know, what transpired. But um, we're a huge fan of this series, The Witcher, and I'm actually slowly getting into the books. They actually had The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, and I played a little bit of it when it was on the old console and then got distracted, but I'm excited to go back to it because they're actually doing a full revamp with additional content from the Netflix series into the next-gen console. So they're going to have an updated version for the new-gen consoles this year, um, and it's going to have some missions, some stuff inspired from the show, which I'm kind of excited because we've lost Henry Cavill now. This is going to be the last season, um, The Witcher, and uh, then he's going to be going off uh, to Liam Hemsworth. But I'm um, you know, I'm excited to go back to that world and actually live it after getting into the show because of you. So I'm excited about this little next gen update and get back to uh, that world. Well, speaking of video games, continuing that trend, uh, we're both fans of this game series and we really love the first one, which now has also been you could get it revamped for PS5. And we enjoyed the spinoff game that came out, Miles Morales. But we have Spider-Man 2 coming out uh, closer to the end of the year, I think it's November right now is the is the projected uh, month. Spider Man, that first game that came out originally for PS4 and you could get it for PS5, it was just fantastic. It took the kind of the Arkham style fighting, but because you're Spider Man, it's so quick, so fast. That was the best of... open world Spider Man we've had, and it was amazing. So good, just so much you can do. Great use of actual villains. You know, we get the Sinister Six in there, and then Miles Morales really had some fun stuff in there as well. So now we're going to have the tag team of these two Spider-Men taking on some big bads. And with this next gen, you know, it's just so much you can do. So very much looking forward to Spider-Man 2 coming out uh, later this year. Um, This one, uh, again, this actor has said that if people keep wanting him, he'll keep making them. I'll keep watching him. We've got the anticipated fourth sequel into the John Wick series, John Wick 4. I'm super excited about this because Keanu Reeves can do no wrong. He's just great. If we can get him on his guest in the podcast, we're going to go for it. I'm emailing his agent now. Um, but I'm pretty pumped about this John Wick 4. It's just, we got some great casting returning faces. And uh, these films are just, if you love action, if you, you know, a, a easy story to follow about revenge and redemption it's just great. So I'm excited about John Wick 4. Uh, next one on my list here is, was a huge fan of this first part. Um, rightly so. Split this movie into two parts since the book is so dense. Uh, and actually still was the highest awarded movie of 2021. We have Dune Part 2 coming up here uh, later this, this year, also in November. Uh, Denis Villeneuve decided to do the first half of the book or so, and then we got 
second part greenlit. And I've heard there's even rumors that he would like to do the second book, which is called Dune Messiah, to be the third film. So uh, excited to see Dune Part 2. I think if people really enjoyed that first film, the scope, the scale, the Shakespearean dramatic of it all, just wait to see what happens in Part 2, where it gets real crazy, especially with the worms. Uh, so definitely excited for Dune Part 2 coming up here in November. Now, this one, just by luck, it's actually coming out in December of 2023. Um, we have a prequel film fantasy musical film titled wonka uh with timmy Sh- yeah, with timothy chalamet playing the lead and title character focusing on a younger willie wonka and how he met the umbalumbas on his earlier set of adventures pretty excited about this i think last year we did get big anniversary episode of the original willie wonka and then you know seeing charlie and the chocolate factory it's just something about this you know story this world i think is very untapped so to do kind of a prequel uh, it'll be interesting to see what Timothy Chalamet does for this character and what kind of route they're going to take because we've seen so many different you know versions from Johnny Depp, uh, Gene Wilder. So it'll be very eager to see this. And I just, I love that world of Willy Wonka. So I'm excited about Wonka. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to see. And, and Timothy Chalamet, I think, is a good choice. He There's something about him that's really fun to watch and he, he's got such great range. Um, so he's going to have a big, a big end of the year. He's got some big movies coming up. Uh, my last video game on my list is still my favorite video game series of all time. And when they did a new version for the Switch, uh, a lot of people really loved it. Uh, this open world Breath of the Wild. Well, now we have the follow-up to that game, The Legend of Zelda. It's either Tears of the Kingdom or Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I actually haven't realized what it was. I've, I When I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, Tears of the Kingdom. Then my friend was like, what if it's Tears of the Kingdom? And I went, dun, dun, dun. I think it's Tears, but uh, whatever you want to say. We have the follow-up coming up this year. Uh, I can't wait. I love the style of animation. And the open world definitely changed. You know, still had the Zelda vibe with the puzzles meets action type of gameplay. But it really have a lot more. You really get to choose your own adventure in this, which is where... A lot of Zelda games prior have been, you always have to do this temple first, this temple next. This really is, you choose how you play, so much options, a lot of great stuff, and I'm sure they'll do an expansion for it as well. So I'm looking forward to Zelda, Tears, or Tears of the Kingdom. And you're going to be mad at me, and for those nerds out there listening, um, I have never beat Breath of the Wild. And I know Chris is very mad at me. I got distracted with shows, I know. So my goal is, after I catch up on these games, is to play that and then do that. But Hopefully we'll we'll definitely review that one. I'm pretty excited. So my uh, last one on this list uh, is a TV show. And the reason I put this on there, because I'm really interested to see what this is going to be all about. Um, heard about this because I'm a huge fan of uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, uh, The Boys, uh, and Mandalorian. Anything he does, he's just awesome. Plays a really good villain. There is this series called Kaleidoscope coming to Netflix it is a crime series that can be watched in any order. And what that means is based on the algorithm, based on you, it'll change every time you watch it. So the episodes will be random order. So wherever you watch it, you'll see it from a different perspective, but you're seeing kind of what goes on to this, in, into this heist that happens. So I don't know how this is going to be. The premise um, looks really interesting. And the fact that, you know, Chris and I have said there's so many options streaming services. So now that they're going to try to 
you know, get more creative. I think they've, I've noticed that now with playing trivia games on Netflix, we even did, um, I think it was Bandersnatch, uh, we, a black mirror kind of, yeah, movie where you could kind of control the narrative. So this is going to be exciting. So I'm excited to see what this like, and hopefully maybe inspire other streaming services to start becoming more creative with their options in the future. Yeah, that sounds really, really cool. And I think it's going to be neat to see, uh, which version you get. Uh, yeah, on, that'll know, be a tough one to review choices. for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw one, three, two, eight, seven. Oh, I saw eight. You know, it's going to be interesting. Oh, my last thing on my list, um, I think just because of the mystery surrounding this in terms of the studio is so, like, full on for this movie that they are avoiding all of the drama surrounding its lead performer the flash the you know of all the dc films and even marvel films coming out this year for comic books the flash is my most anticipated for dc at least because now with all the drama surrounding what has just gone down with dc in that they're pretty much going to be doing a full clean slate starting you know 2024 on at least that's what we have kind of been told it's almost like this film this year all these films are just kind of like the last of you know, just the for last fun, rem- really. the last remnants, yeah. And the Flash was originally going to be this whole film where it was going to change the timeline so that they could kind of go into a new direction. Now I'm really curious to see how this all plays out. Uh, obviously, the big factor why we were so excited for the film in the first place is Michael Keaton coming back to play Batman. And now it's like, is this going to be the only film he does that, or is there going to be a future for his character in future projects? Um, you know, because people for so long have been fighting for him to do a Batman Beyond film where he's the older, you know, wiser Bruce Wayne, who's now somewhat, you know, training the new Batman and having to take on that kind of new Gotham. Hopefully that will still happen one day, but just excited to see what happens with this film. I, You know, we've had this whole multiverse boom this last year with multiple projects. And DC, I think getting to tackle that with the flash is exciting, but it's also like, we're going to be watching this film going. Ezra is not going to be the flash anymore because of all the stuff that's been going on. It's almost like this is going to be just fun popcorn, but none of it's going to matter, I guess is kind of what's like interesting. That's you could say the same with uh, Shazam two coming up. We have Aquaman at the end of the year. I don't think these films are going to have a future past that. So it's just kind of fun popcorn. But of the three, I'm most excited to see what what all happens with The Flash. Yeah. Well, that uh, concludes our list uh, for Anticipated. Um, again, kind of a little overlap there. But again, we're friends. We're going to have similar interests. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, this was just a snapshot of some of the stuff that we're looking forward to, at least our top 10. There's so much more content uh, from shows, movies, video games, books, uh, and more that we couldn't encapsulate in this one episode, but we're pretty eager about this. Tell us your thoughts. What are you guys and gals excited about? What what's what's something that you're looking forward to? Write to us. Let us know. Um, chances are, if you mention it, we may have to review it if it's uh, deemed excitable to us. So you know, let us know uh, what to look forward to because there is a lot of fun content, a lot of fun to be had this year already. My goodness. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll. See how all this stuff comes out and uh, yeah, reach out to us with anything you're more anticipated for. Uh, but we can't wait to see all this new content coming out here in 2023. It's going to be a big year 
plenty to look forward to. So stay tuned. Till next time here on The Potential Podcast. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.